the old groove won't be the new groove. Get it? There's a new version of yourself evolving. The old you isn't going to be moving forward. You're transitioning and you're changing in your own way. Life will be different. So that's why it feels like you just can't get it back together. It's because there's a different version now coming through. There's all the shifts, these shifts are happening. Welcome to the Let Me Walk With You podcast. I am your host, Nicole Polarczyk. I am a support coach who wants to walk with you while you go down this path called life. With the twists, turns, and unexpected events I've experienced, I know I'm not alone when I say it's hard to go through it on your own. I want to be the person I needed through those times for you. Weekly, I will bring you an episode about my journey and where I'm going. Come on, take a walk with me. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Let Me Walk With You podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. So I appreciate if you made it through the last episode, 51. That one was tough. I just haven't been doing these in so long. I feel a little out of practice. So I appreciate you sticking around. Today's episode is going to be how grief is forever. It's not temporary like I thought, you know, maybe when I experienced death as younger, like in when I was a child and in my teens, it wasn't like I thought about it as much, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's just because when you lose like a grandparent, it's more assumed, you know, yes, you miss them after the fact, but maybe you you just don't realize it, right? But obviously losing my mom and losing my dad. Yes, I realized probably now where I'm at like the five-year mark for my mom and coming on the four-year for my dad that, you know, it's a long-term journey, battle, depending on how you look at it. It's not like, okay, they're gone. I'm going to be sad or I'm going to be angry for a couple months and then I'm just not going to think of it. it. It's not like that. It's always there, sometimes daily it's there. You know, I mean, I don't think there's been a day where I haven't thought of them or where like I haven't acknowledged their pictures that I have around my house or I haven't thought of a memory. You know, it's always there. You're going to have experiences in life where you're going to wish that person was there. You're going to imagine that situation, that event, as if the person was there. And then what happens when you start to have those thoughts of what if? Well, then you start the whole grief process over again. You know, that's how like fucked up our brains are. We start this whole process over again. I mean, I can think about, you know, like last year we had like our summer party here at our house and doing the guest list and realizing like, you know, like I should be writing my mom and my dad and like sending them an invitation, but obviously I can't and I should be inviting Brenda and I can't, you know, I should be inviting Steve's sister and I can't 
so it's it's always there you can't you know and then in that moment at the party it's my mom would be having so much fun his sister would be having so much fun you know it's just thinking about that because my mom would love to be around Steve's family and vice versa you know they would probably really enjoy my mom they never really got to know my parents my mom I think only saw Steve's mom a handful of times in the 10 years we were together when she passed away you know unfortunately just I just didn't you know you don't think about it at the time you know you think you have all this time and you don't for people to get together and get to know each other but you know just didn't have like big family events like that I guess at the time so you know it's it's just always there you're always sad that these people aren't here anymore to be a part of events, to be a part of everyday life. You know, as recently as like, you know, I live in Connecticut. So I think like Connecticut, Massachusetts, I don't know if they're anywhere else, but you have Christmas tree shops and it's like a store, a great store that sold like just random everyday things. But it was like, I don't want to say cheap, but it was like really affordable and they had really great Christmas stuff during the holidays, but they didn't sell like just Christmas. They had everything. And now that store is going out of business. And that like instantly made me think of my mom when I first saw that because she loved going there. That's like one of the stores her and I would always go to when we would have like our little lunch days where we would go out and stuff and shop. We always went there. She used to go there with a woman that lived next to us growing up. She'd always go there with her. That's like their number one store to go to. You know, it just made me sad because there's so many memories attached to going there with her, you know, and like I could hear her in my head being like, oh my God, that store, like, what am I going to do without that store being here? Because that's what I thought. Like, it's silly how some of these things, they instantly take you back to that person and then you start to just... It's not even feeling sad, but it's just this feeling of like, you just really miss them. And, you know, yes, there is a little sadness still associated with it, you know, but it's all that what if. And unfortunately, if you're super affected by grief and you're, you know, like me, you can't really play out those what if scenarios. They're just not good for you. They're not healthy, unfortunately. Sometimes, yes, it's great to sit there and daydream, fantasize about this person's still here and you can still go and go out to lunch and go shopping and go to the movies and but you can't and what's the sense of putting yourself through that as I say it's like voluntary emotional pain like you're choosing to think of this what if scenario going down this whole fantasy and then you're just voluntarily sad you know in the beginning yeah I did that a lot and it would just suck so it's better to just not do that, especially now, like where I'm at. I just, I'd rather not. I just kind of think about the situations and the fun that we did have, not putting either of my mom and my dad, like in the present world and like we would be doing things. So like when you find yourself in these moments randomly, like I do, where you remember something, you remember an event, you remember a party, you remember just an everyday conversation you know it's okay to remember it it's okay to smile and look back on it but just don't dwell on the situation you know and for me like I think maybe the only way I put them into the present is 
when I say like, oh, my mom would have liked that or my dad would have liked that. And that's like pretty much it. You know, early on when I first lost my mom, I was like, it's like, you know, they're gone. But it's like I would be at the store and I would see something or I would see something on TV and I would like for a second, I'd be like, oh, my God, I got to tell her that or I have to tell her to show watch the show. And then it's like a minute or two later, reality would, you know, kick me in the ass and be like, you can't like you can't tell her, you know. And I mean, I think I still do that now sometimes. But I, I mean, I don't have that moment of where I I think I could do it. I know I can't. So I kind of I mean, you all know that I believe that they're always around me and with me and what not. And I believe in all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I talk to my mom like she's next to me sometimes if I'm at the store or if I'm watching something and I think it's funny. I'm like, you probably think this is hilarious. You know, if I see something at the store, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I think you would like this, right? I think one day at the paper store, I caught myself talking out loud and I was like, I can't do that. People probably think I'm nuts. (laughs) But... You know, I acknowledge that their spirits are always there. I know that they are. You know, I know when I'm doing certain things, my mom's probably right there coming along. So I acknowledge that, you know, and if you want to do that, that's okay. You could do that too. Even if you don't believe in spirits and afterlife and all that stuff, if it makes you feel better, you know, you can say stuff like that in your mind, like in your head. If you're out and you see something, be like, oh, Mom, I think you would like that. Dad, I think it's healthy. I don't think it's not healthy because this is forever. Like I said, I mean, grief just isn't one and done. It's not, oh, I went through all the stages. Now I'm done and I'm over it and I'm going to move on with my life. It's not like that. I thought it was like that. I thought when I was going through losing my mom, I was like, this shit's got to be over at some point. I had to stop feeling like this, but One day, you just got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm going to live with this shit for the rest of my life. I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss my dad. I miss Brenda. You know, she was like the one person I could always count on to text me like every day. And I mean, at first that got like annoying, but it's like she was the one person other than Steve, obviously, that would text me every single day. Just anything. Something she saw that made her think of my mom or my dad or something about the cats. Just anything. She would text me every single day. You know, and even after I lost her, I was always looking at my phone, like waiting for it to go off because I was just so used to hearing from her. You know, going through grief and loss, it fucking sucks. We'll just be very honest about that. It sucks. But let it give yourself some peace knowing that this is forever. It might not seem like it's peace, but it's forever. So there's no timeline on you going through stages of grief. There's no timeline on you feeling like you can now go on and move on with your life and everything is back to normal. Nothing will ever be normal. Things will always be a little different. It's a new normal, as they say. You are a new version of yourself from losing that person. And now that I'm saying that, I should have said that in the last episode, but you're a different version of yourself at this stage. You know, after you lose a significant person in your life, there's a different version of yourself that comes forward. So you're a different version of yourself your life is going to be different. And the sooner you come to that realization, the better it is. Because you stop feeling like you're behind. Like you're lost, like you're confused, where you're like, when am I going to be able to exist again? You're still existing. You're still living. 
you're just doing it differently. I mean, here I am five years later and some change after losing my mom and I'm just different. Sometimes I think, how would she react to this version of me? You know, I know she's super proud of me. I feel that. I know that. I can hear her in my head saying, like, oh my God, who are you? Like, you're doing the things. You're living your life. You're being responsible. Like, I hear her saying that shit to me. So sometimes if you're having a hard day and you're in the thick of it, sit down quietly. Hear that person in your head that you're missing because they're talking to you. Trust me. They are screaming at their top of their lungs, giving you advice, cheering you on. That's the one thing I can say about believing in spirits and them still with you and still pushing you and still helping your path. I mean, that's the benefit of it, right? Like, I think how many people I have on the other side pushing me and guiding me in the right direction, like how many cheerleaders I've got over there who are like, no, do this. You should be doing this and making things happen for me. You know, that's how I look at it now. I've got people helping me find my purpose. You know, yeah, it sucks. They had to die for me to realize that maybe I'm supposed to be helping others with grief and maybe I'm supposed to be doing something in this realm. I don't know. Like I say, you know, they always tell you when you go through something, trust the plan, trust the plan. Well, okay, maybe this is the plan. I would have rather it happened another way, but here we are. So I hope from this episode, you just get that, you know, maybe you're just lost somebody and you're like, oh my God, I feel like not myself. And I feel like I can't just get back into the groove of things. The old groove won't be the new groove. Get it? There's a new version of yourself evolving. The old you isn't going to be moving forward. You're transitioning and you're changing in your own way. Life will be different. So that's why it feels like you just can't get it back together. It's because there's a different version now coming through. There's all the shifts. These shifts are happening. So take things in stride. Don't rush yourself to go through all these stages. And if you go back into back episodes of mine, if you're curious on all the stages, I did a series of episodes based off all the stages of grief. You know, maybe listen to those and figure out where you are, but you don't have to rush the process. Like I said, this is forever. So we need to realize that now, instead of thinking it's temporary and in years from now, when you still don't feel like your old self or your old life isn't what you have in front of you anymore, it's because things change. All this stuff is going to change. Grief is forever. It's not temporary. You're always going to miss the people that you don't have in your life anymore that have passed on. Yes, we're always going to wish that they were here. So I would just say for what you have in your life now, value it as much as you can. Try to get value from people that are willing to give it to you. Like I said in the last episode, make time for people that are willing to make time for you. And those are the people that will make, that will give you value. You give them value, they give you value. Time, energy, knowledge, So I hope everyone got something from this that's listening. I really appreciate you being a part of this. I do encourage you to reach out to me, whether it be on the website, which is letmewalkwithyoupodcast.com. You can follow one of the links in the show notes as well. 
But I just encourage you to reach out. And I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram more so now than TikTok. Um, but yeah, it's just Nicole Polarchik is my handle. So I just hope to really start hearing from some listeners because it gives me it gives me a push when I need it. <laughs> so know that your messages don't go unread or don't go acknowledged because it just gives me motivation to keep doing this and to know that I'm helping people out there. So I will talk to you all very soon and I hope you are well and I hope you've all had a great summer if it is the summer season where you are. I do know there's some people overseas so I think your seasons are a little different but yeah I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed your time and desire more content, it would mean a lot if you could leave me a review on iTunes and subscribe. You are welcome to join me on Instagram at Nicole Polarczyk. You can also join my free Facebook group called Let Me Walk With You Community. I can't wait to share more with you next week. And remember, you are not alone. I am here to walk with you.